following program is an exclusive Disruption Networks production. So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving. Relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Hey, Disruption Network. This is Mike Sacco, the general manager at Nye Volkswagen of Rome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new, pre-owned, or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my Nye VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Taberg Road in Rome or visit us online at nivwofrome.com. Want to know what's going on at the D? Hit up disruptionnetwork.net and check out our events calendar brought to you by the Events Co. Find out about upcoming guests, special events, concerts, show schedules, community activities, and more. Get connected at disruptionnetwork.net. Welcome to EC Radio Podcast. We would like to thank all of our sponsors for joining the Disruption team, and we hope that you will support all of our sponsors. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this program. Hola amigos, what's happening everybody? Que paso? I'm getting inside my Spanish self today. It's EC Radio time. Time to disrupt your afternoon. I don't know, I just love that part of the song. I guess that's John Liebing's Ode to Wayne's World for me, if you will. EC Radio. We're live on all Disruption Network social media platforms. And it's to a nice podcast of love that you can view and listen to at your discretion at disruptionnetwork.net. Before we get into anything, much love to Utica Coffee. I am woke today, and I am woke, and it's all because of Utica Coffee. Wakethehellup.com. You can check them out online. Adirondack Roast is what I'm drinking today. Tote, you like it? This I do. Good. I this, do like this it. This is so good. I love. I love this stuff. And then you gotta ha- you gotta try um, the Jamaican Me Crazy. Have you ever tried that one? I haven't tried that one yet. That one's really good. And then the, the cannoli. No. You've never tried the cannoli coffee yet from Utica Coffee? No, I have not. Oh, it's delicious. I'm on it, though. And as Italian as you are, I'm surprised. Just down over there, okay? (laughs) Also, the pistachio, really, really good. My friends over at Utica Coffee are doing some great stuff, so go check them out down there on Genesee Street, and you can check them out online, wakethehellup.com. Also, much love to my friends over at Nye Volkswagen in Rome. The transparent dealership, if you will. If you go in there and mention to Mike Sacco that you know me, that you listen to me on a daily basis, you walk into their showroom and you say that, I know Z, I listen to EC Radio all the time, he's going to give you $250 off that vehicle purchase. Pretty simple and easy. It's like shaving off your first month's payment. So save some money. Save yourself on gas because I'm telling you, Volkswagens are great on gas. I can attest to that. So save some money and uh, check them out, nivdubofrome.com. 
So my guest today is a friend of mine that I've been running with for many years. We've known each other, I don't know, fucking 30 years. Many, many years. <laughs> has has many it been that years. long? Yes. Oh, my God. The yes years just has. go flying by. And uh, Steph, we've had uh, we've had some ups and downs through our years. Yes, we sure have. A lot of ups, though. Yes, a lot of ups. I would say a lot of ups. But right. Stephanie Chochi joining me today, former bartender from the EC and a yes. classmate of mine and friend. And uh, man, we traveled the country together. Yes, we did. And we <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. We tore it up for mm-hmm. many, many, many years. Steph, I. I am so proud of you. Thank you. I want to start you. this podcast off by saying I am so proud of you because I know where you came from mm. and, and what we've done, you know, because I was right there with you if you think about oh, it. Yes, you were, sir. <laughs> yes, you were. I, I, I refer to like 1994 <laughs> to like 2012 as my blackout years. Yeah, a little blank right there, a little blank. A <laughs> little bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But, and, and, but you were right there along with me I sure was. the whole it's time. I uh, remember. Passing out in a cornfield, and I don't even remember what state it was. (laughs) It was was Indiana. Oh, was it? It was Indiana, yes. Perfect. And yes, we were passed out with blue lips. Yeah, Yeah, as a matter of fact, a few balloons flying over me. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) Anyways, anyways, so. Steph, I am super proud of you because I know you. where you came from and where you're at right now. Yes. And you're going through this whole recovery thing. And you've been how many days sober now? 110. 110 days sober. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. That yes. is absolutely awesome. Thank you. So what made you what made you start, you know, changing around? And did you hit rock bottom? I did. Was, is, there, I did. is there a story um, you can tell us? Yeah, there's a few. Uh, I mean, it got to the point where I almost died. So, really? yeah, Christmas night. I, I had already gone to rehab once, um, and obviously it didn't work, and I went back out and started drinking, and I was getting to the point where I was blacking out and not remembering anything, and 911 was called numerous times on me. Christmas night, they actually told my family to say goodbye to me <sighs> because that's, I was seven times over the limits. Was this just alcohol? Yeah, just, just alcohol. alcohol. Just alcohol, and... Um, I I lucked out, obviously. After that, that didn't scare me enough. I continued to drink. And basically, my family was ready to cut me off. Did you have that fuck it all attitude? Yeah. Just like you didn't care? Yeah. Did you, you know, not- I was lying to people, too. I was manipulating. I was lying. I was hiding it. Well, I thought I was hiding it, but I, I obviously, they all knew. And it got to the point where my nieces and nephews wanted nothing to do with me. Um, my family was done. They were like, we can't watch you kill yourself anymore. And it started affecting me where I was drinking every night. I would wake up in the morning shaking if I didn't have a drink. So I'd have to have a drink before I went to work. Now, I wasn't drinking at work, but the minute I got out, I'd start drinking. So it affected my life to the point where physically I felt like crap, and I just I had to make a change. And finally... Um, one last time where my sisters called 911 got me to the hospital i had to say i was suicidal for them to admit me what yeah yeah so i was on suicide watch and um when i got out of there my mother said you can't come home she's like i don't want you here and i was like oh okay she's like "I, i i can't watch this anymore and that's when i called tully hill recovery center and that is an amazing, amazing facility. I would recommend it to anybody, but thankfully for Tully Hill, that's why I'm here now. 
but it took a lot. Yeah. It took a lot it, for it, me to get there. Years and years. Yeah. So when you get to Tully Hill, it, first thing you do, you got walls up, right? You, you don't want to admit anything? or No, Tully you, Hill uh, was pretty. The, the first rehab I went to was... Not that it was bad, but it was it was scary. There was like over 300 people there, and you're on different floors. Um, and I'm not going to say a name because I don't want to, you know, trash it. But it was it was obviously I wasn't ready to do it or anything, and I was only there for 13 days. When I got to Tully Hill, I heard so many great things about this facility, and I got there and. Everybody there was just so kind and just open arms, you know. I had already um, gone through the withdrawals and clean, clean, uh, cleaned myself out at the hospital, but they still put me in detox there, and it was just like a family there. It really was, and they let you outside. You could do things, you know, where at the other place you were pretty much in prison. So they had back-to-back -back counseling to the point where you did not have uh, a minute to breathe in between. And every um, session was a different session, pretty much. And it really, the therapy, everything just, it was amazing. And the counselors were amazing. The nurses were amazing. Everybody there was just so kind. So, you know, you felt at home there. Do you think you're drinking so much because you're trying to hide something? Um, or, or I think. Trying to, you know, bury I, away some hurt things hurtful things that happened to you in the past well i i mean i've always had an addictive personality as you and i both know yeah. okay when we were touring with fish and doing whatever <laughs> i don't remember that well some <laughs> some of it i remember um you know we were we were in our 20s in our 20s <laughs> we'll say that and you know playing around with acid this that whatever N never heard of it no nope, no nope, <laughs> never and then we did it all you know i used to tell people it'd be a lot easier to tell you the drugs that i didn't do exactly you know? exactly if if it was there i ate it it didn't matter okay yeah but then i got into cocaine and cocaine is where i started getting awful and you know this because I was your employee at the time yep, yep. and that was messing with my life obviously as well so I stopped cocaine and decided to go to pills uh, now the pills is what uh, broke me and I had to move back home mm -hmm. because of it you know uh, what kind of pills anything Percocet oxys hydrocodones whatever you know whatever could get me high and mm -hmm. it got to the point where I would have to take 70 pills a day whoa just to feel something 70 yeah and 70 um, 70 70 your little ass body sticking 70 pills a day yeah 70 if, if not more you count your blessings you're still alive I know. sweetheart and my liver's still going yeah and so I one day after my dad my dad passed I just thought I'm like I can't do these pills anymore he's watching me this and that you know so I actually bought Suboxone off the street <laughs> yeah five of them and that's what did it I never touched a pill since really ever since then I've never touched a pill I will not even if I go to the hospital for anything I'm like nope I don't want it mm -hmm. then I turned to alcohol yeah it's like oh well this is legal you know, I can you didn't get really it. turn to alcohol. Alcohol has always been It's there. always been there, but it was never a problem. I was never craving, you know, right. you know what I mean? And um, I made this my new addiction, pretty much. So I always had to have something, you know, and I, I replaced one demon with another. Mm -hmm. And um, so 
it started after my dad passed. I started drinking more and more. I, you know, I started realizing it, but probably within the last year, year and a half is when it became detrimental to my life. Were you drinking because you were trying to mask the mourning of, of the Absolutely. loss of your father? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. 100% in the fact that I was living home because I, you know, was doing the pills and, you know, I just got depressed. And when you drink, you forget everything. Right. And then it got to the point where I needed to drink to, to feel normal. And that is not a good feeling. I will tell you, it's drinking is the hardest thing to quit it's lethal you have to be monitored worse you know, than the pills yeah yeah believe it or not huh. the pills are not lethal to quit i mean well for you that for means, me they right, were right. right but um yeah the alcohol was the most terrifying how thing you, how much were you drinking a day easily like probably two pints of vodka Ooh. Yeah, just straight. 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 Oh, no oh, no oh, ice, oh, oh, nothing. No. Just drinking it out of the... And then I'd hide the bottle. Yeah. Well, I thought I was hiding the bottle, you know. And then they would, my family would find my stash, and we'd go through the whole, okay, I'm going to quit, you know, and went right back to it. So mm -hmm. it took a lot. It took a lot to get me where I am. Yeah. It definitely did. And it's a struggle every day. Mm -hmm. Every day. You know, the thought of a drink goes through my head, but sure. I have to remember, you know, what I felt like when I was drinking. And it's not worth it. Sober life is so much better. Is there some kind of exercise you go through when you do have these, like, feet, um, you're feeding out for, like, a drink or something like that? Obviously, you know, I go through the serenity prayer, and I think about the first step. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to become powerless over this anymore. Right. I'm stronger than this. And that's what I have to keep telling myself. And I sit there and think, well, you know, go have a drink. But then you can throw all these chips away that you, you've you earned 110 days. Is it worth it for one, you know, one day? And I have to remember how shitty I felt every day. Yeah. Every single day when I would wake up. Having the shakes. Having the shakes, everything. And that's the only way I could sleep is if I was drunk. So... You know, it's a it's a vicious cycle, mm -hmm. and it is a disease. People say it's not a disease; it is a disease, yeah. very, very much so. So, it's tough, but it was time to do it. It was that, or I lost my family or my life. Right, pretty much. And so, nothing more important than family. Right, right, yeah. Man, but look where you are now, though. And yeah. Steph, you look great. You look healthy. For the last time I saw you, you you do. You look healthy. You're Thank vibrant. You. You're, you're, we can I hold try. a conversation <laughs> and shit. You know. <laughs> try to do what I can do. I'm, sh I'm sure a couple old stories will pop up here and there, but no, you do look great and, and keep up all the great work that you're doing. Now, do you see yourself getting into counseling or anything or maybe trying to help people along with their struggles? I'd like to eventually, but right now I'm so early into my recovery that I can't really, you know, I have to focus on myself mm -hmm. right now. That is the main thing is to Good. focus on yourself. Once I get a year or two under my belt, I'd like to start thinking about counseling or just helping people. Right. You know, right. I mean, I go to the AA meetings and you have that circuit of people that you can call and everything. I'd like to be that person that somebody can call or maybe be a sponsor for somebody eventually. But right now I'm too early in the recovery where I just have to have to work on my on focus on this, this. <laughs> on all of this. <laughs> I'm Sinead and Shaniqua. Okay. We'll talk about Sinead yeah, we'll and Shaniqua. We'll get there. We'll get there. I'm sure we will. 
<laughs> but no, it is. It's very important. You know, focus on number one. Yeah. You know, focus on you. And you can't make anybody happy until you're happy no, first. No, absolutely not. And it, you know, people will be like, oh, you're you're better now. You know, you're all better. I'm like, I'm never going to be better. I'm always going to be in recovery. I will always be an alcoholic. There's no such thing as a recovered alcoholic, you know. And it's a struggle every day. And I'm going to be sick every single day. But it is what it is. Do you get you some know? resistance from friends? Oh, God, yes. Have you lost some friends along Absolutely. the way because of this? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And it's funny because a lot of people that were pointing their fingers at me when I was in this bad place in my life have some issues with them themselves. But, mm -hmm. you know, you have to want to admit it yourself. Right. You have to want to help yourself. If you're not ready to help yourself, it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. And that's what kind of uh, the first <laughs> rehab did. I wasn't ready to help myself, and it did not work. So... You have to want to, but and this is one of the main reasons why I wanted to have you come on. And, yeah, and you you hit me up on my birthday to wish me a happy birthday. I did, and then something just clicked. I'm my like, put in. I should get, <laughs> I should get Tochi on and, and tell her story. And something just clicked. And I, you know, Steph, I'd like to have you come on more so we can tell your story. Absolutely. But also, I want you to be an inspiration to some of our people out there because we have a lot of friends out there that mm -hmm. are lost. You a know, a lot of our and friends. We're not gonna throw anybody under the bus, but we have a lot of lost friends out there. Agreed. And you're in your 40s now. I think it's time to maybe <laughs> not you but them <laughs> maybe it's time what? to like get out of your shell and and see life for what it is because it's beautiful out it there is. Right? And, and you have a second chance on life and luckily luckily and that was you know it came really close to where i didn't so in yeah. a lot of our friends if they are listening and you know are there just think about it think about what there is to live for mm -hmm. because there's a lot to live for and a sober life is it's it's a whole different world a whole different world you know and i'm not sitting here saying everybody has to be 100 percent sober right or right whatever you know and it's funny because some people are like well we can't invite her over because we're we're gonna have drinks there if I feel uncomfortable to go somewhere, I will say no. You're a strong enough person to right. walk out that situation. Right, exactly. Right. So, you know, I don't want people to feel like they can't talk to me or hang out with me or like I'm this leopard now because I'm sober. Right. You know, you I'm, got still, I'm still Tochi, yeah. okay? I'm still Tochi. I think you're Tochi more now than ever. That's right. You know, well, since the 90s at least, you yes. know, for yeah. real. And, exactly. and don't take this the wrong way, but you were a shell of yourself back then. Oh, I look, know. You know, oh, you I were know. not the fun-loving staff Tochi no, that I, I knew back in the day. I was shot. Mm -hmm. I was shot. So, you know, it, it just, like I said, it takes time and you want to, you, you have to want to do it, right. you know. And like I said, I would never judge anybody for what they're doing, but if it's to the point where it's detrimental to your life, you got to think about it. That's true. You know, there's people that can have a glass of wine. Absolutely. And go home. Yep. That was not me. <laughs> One drink, it's too much, and a thousand is never enough. Everybody that's should know your limits. Right. You should know your limits. Right. And that, that's me, too. It's all... It, None or all. Right. 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 We're all, all in or, or we're not doing or not doing nothing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's the thing. You got to just, you have to want it. 
Yeah. You have to want it. Yeah. So hopefully some of our friends are listening. And, and not just some of our friends either. Just everybody. Just anybody. everybody who's watching this podcast. And if you're out on Facebook land, please click the share button and help spread the word of this podcast. And we're trying to influence here. We're trying to influence some people out here. And like you came in here saying, I'm a role model. And I'm, <laughs> I, I'd like for you to think of yourself as an influencer. Yes. You yes. know, you try to influence and be an inspiration to, yeah. to people. And, you know, like I said, once I get more under my belt. You will. I will definitely work on that as well you uh, will. yeah definitely joe crease is checking in saying steffi i'm glad you're still here and you are my hero for sharing That's your my story Joelle. <laughs> she's happy that you're sharing your story and i'm happy you're sharing your story too and thank you and, and, and again if everybody out there in facebook land can do us a favor and click the share button ed's checking in he's saying hello to everybody hi ed good to hear from you click share. Under right. so it's over no no because you worked in a bar for uh, over 22 years yeah. i was a bartender right. so no nope i'm not going to put myself in that position yet mm -hmm. eventually i'll be able to i think right. you know go and get a bite to eat somewhere but right now i'm just i'm not there and maybe i am but i'm just not going to try it mm -hmm. you know i'm not even going to risk it what else are you doing to occupy your mind um besides work of course well i just got a puppy Aww. so i take care of my little baby you got a baby i got a baby in my own place now so you know i do projects there and everything um what kind of doggy is he He's a dachshund and a basset hound mix, and oh, he's the cutest cute. dog around. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. His nice. name is Artie. Yeah. But, um, you know, I hang out with my, I actually hang out with my niece and nephews more and my sisters and, you know, try to go see my brother and the babies out there and you know, just surround myself with family and AA and what I can do. Like you know, people at work are so supportive, yeah, so good. supportive. Raymore and Flanagan has been amazing an amazing company for me with with everything going on they gave me uh temporary disability when i went away they just supported me 100 percent. so i will give a shout out to raymore and flanagan that they're amazing and everybody that works there's done a great job with supporting me it's cool you got a boss that's understanding yeah unlike me when <laughs> from back in the we day yeah but we were I'm, all doing it yeah so. we were in bad shape yeah, we really were we, we, were. we clashed heads many oh. many times but you know stuff and, it, and it's platforms like this and i'm glad that you know we can come together and you know put our stupid differences aside from back in the day and, and have these conversations yeah. and hopefully like i said inspire people and, and do things i'd and like to i love you you're one of my sisters i man. know you're you always know? gonna be my brother we've done uh, <laughs> we've had many miles many together. many miles many, many miles many fun i'm not i would not trade one of those days you know ever I, my life is where it is because of what I've done. I was so, going to bring in pictures today, and I was like, uh, eh, I shouldn't. I got them. So I already have the pictures. <laughs> you get so mad at me at some <laughs> of the ones I've got of you. Oh, I remember <laughs> one when you came into the tent and took one when I woke up. Yeah. I remember that. There's more, but, yeah, there's. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep that in. to ourselves. <laughs> But we, we did have a lot of fun back in the day. And listen, we're not preaching and telling you to, oh, to go out and get sober no. and stuff like this, you know. And I always say this a lot, too. Moderation is, is fine. If mm -hmm. you're doing things in moderation, that's cool. You can have a drink here and there. And, like, I, I think I got f drunk five times this year, four times this year. Yeah. And One on my birthday in Jamaica and then mow down, and that's pretty much it, yeah. you know. Um, and that's the thing. I did not have the moderation. I could right. not do that. You and that's stop. That's the disease mm -hmm. right there. But. Like I said, there's those people that can go out and have a glass of wine. Right. That wasn't me. But you know what? If you can, go enjoy yourself. Do mm -hmm. what you want to do. Just, you know, like you said, keep it in moderation. Do it, That's all it takes. But for people with the disease, it's not possible. It's just not possible. So you go to meetings every day? 
No, not every day. Um, I try to hit like two or three a week. If you know some, they have, the most I will definitely get to one every week. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, surrounding myself, like I said, with the dog and my own place and everything, has been really good mentally for me as well. Um, Meditation is always a great thing too. Yeah, yeah, always a great thing. They taught you that at Tully Hill as well. Um, but. Like I said, I have a really good circuit of friends, too, that I can talk to if I am having a craving or whatever. So um, if I don't make the AA meeting, I do have that. But I'll tell you, those days where I am struggling, I make sure I make a meeting because those meetings are what help you when you are having those days. Are you doing like a 12-step thing? Is, it, is that what it is? or 12 steps. You're supposed to go through the steps. Right now, again, I'm early in recovery, and it's funny because I hear people in the meetings who are, like, 20 years sober and this and that, and they're still doing the steps. Yeah. And, you know, they'll talk about, well, when I started the fourth step and this and that, and it's still kind of confusing to me because I'm like, well, how do you start these steps? Like, how, how do you go through them? Right now, my main step is the first step. And that's, you know. What's the first step? Not to be powerless over, you know, to admit that your life is unmanageable uh -huh. and that you've become powerless over this substance, pretty much. So that's what I focus on right now. And then, you know, the next few steps are about God and, you know, whatever. But I don't even have a sponsor yet. Um, it takes time to get a sponsor and, you know, feel them out and see who has time and all that. But eventually I would like to have a sponsor, and the sponsors normally help you go through the steps. They normally kind of walk you through them. Mm -hmm. And as far as I know, I'm not an expert on the steps by any means. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt, everybody, what you're hearing. But, um, yeah, as soon as I get a sponsor, I'd like to start working on the steps. But right now, I'm just focusing on me and, you know, taking it one day at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Just to make it all healthy food and stuff like that. Yeah, no, that doesn't. That doesn't. <laughs> I, quick story. Me and, me and E used to rage a refrigerator at like four in the morning. You guys would be sleeping. We'd break into your apartment. Uh. We would break into your apartment and steal your food All out of your refrigerator. All the time. <laughs> I would wake up and half my shit would be gone. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> never replace nothing. No, we never. What an asshole. I'm sorry, no, Steph. It's all right. It's all right. I still cooked you guys dinner, though. All the so, time. All the time. All the time. Yeah, and then and then the one time we rearranged your whole house when you weren't even there. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you put stuff upside down and everything? I'm like, come on. <laughs> we took one living room, put it in the other. We had your, we, I don't know. We had board games in your refrigerator. Oh, was, they just had stuff everywhere. Yes. And who had to clean it up? I did. You did. Yeah, Sorry, Toach. Yeah. I was mama, though. I was mama of one of Oneida Street. I definitely was. Yeah, yeah, we oh, it was good times, though, over there. It really was. That's when I, we weren't too bad yet. Uh, we're a little bit, but well, yeah. you, you think about it too. Like, <laughs> I hate to say this, and don't take this the wrong way. Growing up Italian, yeah, you have wine at the age of six. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. And I think like having wine at the age of six and seven really doesn't help you doesn't along help. the way. <laughs> no, it doesn't, doesn't help. No, and it, it, it happened doesn't. in my house. You oh, know, yeah. in my grandmother's house, and we were drinking. And come to find out, as you get older. They were giving you that wine so you'd go pass out. Well, so they didn't have my, to deal with you for the rest of the day. My grandparents used to, in Frankfurt, would give us um, a shot of cream de cocoa when we'd walk in with water mixed in it. So we would just go sit in the living room and watch TV, uh -huh. pretty much. Like, and, I mean, we were little, and that's the first thing we went for when we'd walk in. We're like, <gasps> 
screamed at Coco. <laughs> We'd be so excited. So, yeah, that's where it started. It does. It starts right there. But I can't. I can't blame that. No, I mean, no, I know. I know. know. We, I mean, we all have our own lives, and we we chose our own path. Right. You, right. You know, but you know, <laughs> they kind of set the tone a little bit. <laughs> it started. It started the roots. It right. The seed. Right. It planted the seed. <laughs> that's what it is. It definitely did. But yeah, but good times. Good, good times. Good times. And, yes. and then we moved on, and then of course you were a bartender for so long. Where you, Kelly O'Neill's, right? Was that your first bartending? That was my gig? first bartending gig. Okay. Was Kelly O'Neill's. Uh-huh. Yeah, please, I can't name the amount of bars that I've worked in. Right. It's probably over forty bars. Come on. Honest to God. Forty bars. Honest to God. Uh, if uh, anybody out there in Facebook land can name <laughs> all the bars that Steph has worked at, <laughs> I'll give you a prize. Yeah. I got a couple prizes. I'll give you I give a it. prize too. Okay. <laughs> Honestly. If you can name all the bars that Steph has worked at throughout the years, I will give you a prize. It's funny. People ask me, they're like, oh, where did you bartend? I'm like, everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, it's like everywhere. Please, I can't list it. I'm like, I just can't. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. It, bartending has gotten you in trouble, too, before. Oh, sure. You know? Oh, it, yes. A, a couple times. A couple times with the sting operation. It sure has. And yeah. uh, it, it, it sucks. You know, you're a bartender, so you're around it all the time. And mm-hmm. you're spinning drinks, and everything's available, and people want to give you stuff. And right. you're the and friendly you bartender. And you get done with your shift, and, uh, and they're, oh, sit down, have a drink with me. Yep. Have a drink drink even you know if, if you're done if you're doing the early shift but if you're doing the night shift the you're night still shift, coming you're home doing at seven after in the morning. hours mm. right yeah and then you sleep all day and you know i mean i love bartending i love it love it love it if i could have done it for my entire life clean i would have but i can't and it's a tough it's tough to to stay clean in a situation like that obviously you know but i know people that have done it mm-hmm. but the hours i don't miss the hours right, I, hear you. No, <laughs> I don't miss those hours i hear you there sleeping all day and going home at five in the morning six in the morning like oh god the sun's coming up we gotta go sometimes never sleeping <laughs> yeah yeah there, there's been many of those <laughs> Kelly Moore saying, Steph, I love seeing you and hearing your voice for so long. And uh-huh. she's blowing you kisses. Thank that you, girl, Kelly. she was a very big support for me. Very yeah. big support for me, getting me to where I am today. We have talked about the people that you've lost friends through your recovery mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But there has to be some that are your backbone oh. support staff, right? I'll tell you, when I went through all this, a lot of people from, you know, from the past came out of the woodwork. And, you know, these were people that had been... I've been friends with since high school and everything and lost touch with and they're the ones that have come out and you know helped me out a lot a lot and kelly being one of them you know i've had a lot of people shannon um mario obviously was a big big part uh everybody at work was great but no you'd be surprised you'd be surprised who disappears Mm -hmm. and who comes around right you're like oh all right i got it now you know and it's upsetting but then again it's like well See you later. Well, <laughs> you know. I see it too. So it is what it is. There, you can't change it, and you just got to go with it. Yep. And then you figure out who your true friends are. You, you really do. Yeah. You really do, especially in these kind of situations when you're yeah. facing adversity, and uh, you know. And it's sad. It's sad to find out that way, but you know, you get over it, and it makes you stronger. And then you just figure out it. it it's easier to read people after too when you're sober it oh, is oh yeah. yeah yeah it definitely is absolutely so what's the old saying goes you see who's around when the music's over who's still going to be dancing exactly exactly and uh, well said usually it is your family you can always rely on your family yeah so yeah and, the, and when you're they, lucky you come from good people and when they were terrible when they were 
terrified of losing me, you know, and saying we can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't blame them. I put them through hell. Mm -hmm. I put my family through hell, and I apologize for that. I, if I could apologize every single day, I would. I can't imagine going through what they went through if one of them was doing it. I can't imagine seeing them in the hospital, and I, I, I don't know what I would have done. So I give them credit for standing by me and giving me the tough love towards the end. Like, that's it. We're done. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have done anything if that's I had That's the last straw, right? Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. It definitely was. And when your niece in that, when your niece is sitting in the hospital and looks at you and says, "Get your shit together," that's a reality check right there. It's like, okay, enough is enough. So yeah, it takes a lot, but luckily I had them behind me. Yeah. So if I didn't, who knows? Very, very blessed. Yes, absolutely. Are you going through that stage where you have to go through and apologize to everybody? Or have you just done I that have anyways? not yet. Because you can be very apologetic anyways. Yes, you know? yes. Uh, I have not yet. Um, I'm probably going to have to make a list. <laughs> <laughs> I would think. <laughs> we'll see. But I'm not quite there yet because that's when I have to accept my actions as well. And I accept them. But again, I'm working on myself, so mm -hmm. I will get there to make amends with people that I've truly hurt. But I think the ones that I've like truly hurt and have stuck by me know that yeah. I am so sorry for what I put them through. And they understand it was a disease as well, though, too. It's not like I was vindictively doing it. I was hurting myself just as much, if not more, you know. But um, so I think that the ones who really need to know that I'm sorry, no, already, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. I, I'll get there with the other one. You're, you're doing fine. <laughs> Eventually. Kelly's got one. Ruby Tuesdays. There you go. That's <laughs> oh, there, there's one spot right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the Killabrew. Love the Killabrew playing foosball all the time. That was a good time. That was way, that was before fish and everything. How about the Metro? Oh, God. Dear <laughs> God. That, that's another bar, everybody. <laughs> The metro. There's another one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like if I were to ever walk into that building, which is now it's the Adirondack Distillery, if I were to ever walk into that building, I'd probably get struck by lightning. I was just going to say, I would burst into flames yeah. or something, okay? Yeah. That place was haunted. Yeah, well, guess what? It's haunted now, okay? My it's DNA is all over that place. by all of us, okay? Right. Remember Tara? Tara Remember she falling fell down, down the stairs. The stairs. <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. Uh, Barely, but I do remember yeah, that. But yeah. yeah, our DNA is all over that place. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Basement, kitchen, everywhere. Yeah. 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 There was a time I was sucking helium out of a Guinness keg over there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it said idea. nitrous on it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some nitrous there. And I specifically remember going, it's not the right nitrous oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember. Different kind of nitrous. <laughs> <laughs> but I always found it. I was the one that always found it. Yeah, it just you, shows. You had the ear for the hiss. Oh, God. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Steph? Oh, she's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's over gone. there fishing out with a balloon in her hand. <laughs> 
Uh, but, oh, the good old days. But you know, like all those times have like really, really molded you on who you are today. Absolutely. And like you have to go through all that adversity and all those struggles to make you become the person well, you are today. Well, that's why I said I would not change anything. Mm -hmm. I would not change anything. It is what it is, and it got me to where I am today. And I mean, honestly, I had a lot of good times. <laughs> a lot of good times. It wasn't all, you know. Cue up the cooling gang. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't all like, oh, God. She's a hot mess. Yeah. You know, I had a lot of good time, a lot of good music, and a lot you were, of good music. And you were a hot mess. And I was a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> yes, but indeed. But I met Perry Farrell through it, though. No. <laughs> okay, so. Isn't it crazy life's journey? Yeah. And, like, here we are. We're in our 40s now, and, like, it just went by so damn fast. Fast. And, really like, fast. the old timers used to tell you when you are a kid, like, hey, kid, it goes by super fast. And you're yeah. like, all right, whatever, you know, yeah. and we just drank those times away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should sure like did. here we are. Things. Do you feel like that old hey kid get off my lawn type um, of person now? I'm I'm close. Yeah, I'm close. Mm -hmm. I definitely am. And some people I want to just kick them in the ass and be like, wake up, <laughs> wake up. But again, you got to go through your own experiences to get where you where you want to be. So excellent point. And and people, if you, you just got to want to do it yourself, exactly. You got to want to do it. If you want to do it, get your ass up, dust yourself off, and if, get on that horse and take care of yourself. Yes. It's what it's about. It's about you taking care yes. of you. You're not doing it for anybody else. You have to do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, sure, you know, my family had a lot of influence. A lot of my friends had a lot of influence, and, you know, they helped me every day getting through it, but... The main person I did this for is myself. Yeah, it's you the know? only person you should be doing it. Right, for. right, and you know it. Th that is what you have to focus on. If you love yourself, if you want to be healthy and sober, and that's where you have to get to. You have to. You have to care about yourself before you. You want to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know if that makes sense. But Kelly's saying, "Don't admit too much." <laughs> <laughs> You know, I try not to, Cal. Try not to. We could we could do about a ten hour podcast of all the stories Seriously? from back in the day. Yeah. It could just we could be here for hours and hours and. Yeah, oh my God! It'd be like a reality show. There. Well, yeah. Ed and I were supposed to write a book one day, but that never happened. But maybe one day we'll get there. Hey, you never know. You never know. You, you never oh, know. Oh God, that that book would be terrifying. It would, but you know what? It it would be kind of uh, almost like. Confession, getting your stuff out. Have you noticed, and I want to bring this up too, uh, the biggest thing on the internet nowadays are these confession videos. Have you seen any of those yet? I don't know if I have. No? I probably have. I just probably haven't paid much attention to it. Is that our Shannon from? Yeah, that's our Shannon checking in. Um, real quick though, th before we talk to Shannon, um, there's these confession videos out, and yeah. people are doing... They, they put a camera up, and you sit there, and you confess all your sins, kind of. It's better than sitting in front of a priest. But, you know, talking about things you've done wrong in the past and stuff okay. like that. And it's supposed to take weights off your shoulders. Really? I think I, I'm going to do one eventually. Do it. I am. I'm do definitely going to do one. Sit Mine right might here. be a really long one. Mine's going to be about five hours. <laughs> about five really hours. Long. I need to write it out and transcript it. But, you know, I'm, really suggest long. I'm suggesting everybody do it. Oh, that's, everybody that's do a it. great idea. It takes a big person to admit your faults. Oh, yeah. And to admit your struggles. Per se. And then, Steph, and Shannon's saying right now, you've always been so strong. And you could come on and, and do this and talk about yeah. your struggles. And that makes you a strong person. Oh, yeah. But, again, it took some time. And it took a lot of faults for me to get here. Oh, yeah. A lot of faults. Oh, but, yeah. again, I wouldn't trade them for the world. So, 
you know, it is what it is. Well, Shannon, how are you? It's good to hear from you, sweetie. She's saying, Steph, love you so much. Miss you more. I've had some of the best times with you, and the moments we've shared were always be with me. So you've always been so strong, and uh, she's right. I'll miss you too, little lady. You had a lot of Definitely fun back do. in the day. Thank you, Shannon. Good to hear from you. Thanks Wait. for checking in. A lot of old friends checking in today. In fact, when I made this post earlier, mm -hmm. I, like it blew up. My Facebook blew up from all our friends. Like I'm I, telling you, and that's what I said. You, the the ones who were your true true friends come out, and mm -hmm. you're like, wow, you know. And it's a great feeling. I'll tell you, because those are the ones that are always going to be there, even if you don't talk to them every single day. Right. You don't skip a page when you do talk to them, you know. And they're the they're the best support that I've had. I mean, even you, like. You know, I wish you happy birthday, and like, come on my podcast. I'm like, what? All right, you know. Like, <laughs> I didn't think you would. Well, come on. <laughs> come on, I'm toti. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I think. Well, you know, all the years I did radio and stuff, we were living together and stuff. You never really came on the radio program or no. anything like that. You was I ever asked? I don't know. I, don't I can't think remember. So. <laughs> I was in a blackout. Remember? <laughs> Maybe I was on it, and we just don't remember. Uh, yeah, maybe, right. <laughs> it could be. I'll have to check the archives. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be scary. But, um, yeah, it's shit. we had a lot of great times. No, though. we definitely did. Uh, Shanene Shaniqua, can we bring her up? Oh, we can bring up a little bit of Shanene and Shaniqua. <laughs> Shanene and Shaniqua come out at work sometimes. So too. is Shanene your right ass cheek or your left ass cheek? No, Shanene is the left. Okay, Shanene is the left. Shaniqua is the right. Okay. Get it right, D. Get it right. How did this come about? You I get them angry at Motown. I don't remember. I was backing up and I was like, beep, 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 because my ass is so big. And I was like, that's Shanae and this is Shaniqua. Uh, yeah. And so I just say it was a Motown moment. <laughs> We've had a lot of those moments. Yeah. But yes, we have. And so you still refer to your ass as Shanae I sure do. You sure do. 100%. Still to this day. Every day till I die. You should start a Facebook page for your ass. <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> Shanae and Shaniqua's own Facebook page. Oh, <laughs> uh, if Mary from work is listening to this, she is gonna laugh because I tell I call it Shanae and Shaniqua at work every day, and she just shakes her head. She's like, "Oh my God!" Where do you I'm come like, up with that's this? That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Years of drug abuse will do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I was on ecstasy at the time when oh. Shania and Shaniqua were created. So, right. yeah. Well, you go back to that. I mean, that was the 90s. The 90s we spent on ecstasy. Yes, and we acid. did. And acid. Yeah, and the Better 2000s was cocaine. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah, that's how it went. God, do you remember when we were at the Dave Matthews show and we got pulled over in Joe's van and the cop did not want to write tickets for all of us and we were all tripping on acid? Can I just say there, there had to have been a guardian angel looking out over us that day uh, because 100%. there was probably 14 of us in a van and everybody was wasted and this is like 1997 and there were no seats in the van we there were sitting no on coolers in the van. yeah yes. yeah yeah there were a bunch of immigrants coming over it seemed like <laughs> you know but um, we got pulled over and it's Joe, Joe I his Jedi mind tricks or whatever I don't know what he did I don't but know how he did it and I remember the cop said. Do you work for a living? And he goes, yeah, I'm in a band. And the cop goes, so you don't work. <laughs> <laughs> he let like, us go. Oh. He let us go. And like, and, and the cop, the I, remember, flashlight in. I remember the cop looked in there and everybody's just laying on each other like this. <laughs> like, hey, man, what's happening, dude? 
when the cops get here, man. We're sitting yeah. on coolers because yeah. he had no seats in his van. There's oh, so God. many of those moments that we got away with. We were so lucky. Well, I got we a picture got of us with. all sitting on top of that van, too, oh, and yeah. when we were in the field. We never made it to the show. No, no, I never no. went to the show. No. There was a few of those shows that we yeah, just stayed we just at the parking lot. Stayed. There was a lot of those. <laughs> A lot of them. Yeah, actually. never made it to the show, that's for sure. <laughs> Remember that? I was like, oh, I don't think we saw that show. I think it was there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those. A lot of those. So oh. many of them. But you know what? I mean, all those have molded who we are today. Yeah, you know? 100%. Like that path, it's crazy. Like the path that we've taken through life and, and to put us to where we are right here in this present time, mm-hmm. it's truly, truly remarkable. Yeah, I and mean, I'm thankful for all those times, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean... It, it's, it was a great time. I did have a good time, uh, but obviously it got carried away mm-hmm. <laughs> at points. You know, again, we did not um, use that word moderation too well no. back then. I didn't know what it was. No, I don't think I knew what it was either. I just no. learned that word. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, but aside from that, no, I, I it definitely made me who I am. How so. many fish shows do you think you've been to? Uh, 71. Oh, you counted? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, ask me where, and, and I can tell you that. No, I can tell you events, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, right. of rolling over a car and losing my shoe on nitrous and <laughs> passing out in a cornfield, like I've said, and just talking to a dog in a tent because I was <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I remember that one. Yep. I believe that was a mowdown. Oh, that was mowdown? All flaming lips. <laughs> <laughs> The whole show, and I was talking to a dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I was. So, yeah, there's there's been some good times, indeed. 71. You, so you have that number in your head, and you know. Yeah, right. yep, yep. I never saw them after they went, um, came back from hiatus, though. So. No? No. Oh, I'm surprised. You, you know, You got just, them all in, in yeah. your early parts. It's like, I just, yeah, I've done it, you know. I Festivals. Know what you mean. Um, I don't think I could camp out for three days or four days anymore. I don't think I could do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think my body would allow me to do it. For real. You know, getting up and peeing 20 times a night. Because my bladder aches, you know. I feel your pain, sister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having the sciatic guy. <laughs> Whatever. When so. did we get old? Oh, man. When did this happen, man? I don't know. It just happened all it of a really sudden. It really did. It really did. Like overnight. 40 changed me. Yeah. When I turned 40, it changed me. And, uh, like, it was uh, my birthday yeah. in August. So I think it was, like, right around October when I turned 40. And I went to see the doctor because I was 230 pounds. And I, yeah, my blood I pressure was through the roof. And I, I was not feeling good at all. And the doctor pretty much laughed at me. And he goes, dude, if you keep this up the way you're going, you're dead. Yeah. He said, pretty much, I'm going to put it on the line for you. You're dead. Yeah, and, I remember. And, and I listened to him. And, in fact, I came back the year later for the checkup, yeah. and I lost, you know, 40 pounds. Oh, you look amazing. I, thank you. I lost 40 pounds and was working out and stuff. And the doctor got the nurse yeah. from the reception area. I was like, come here. you got to see this. you got to oh see God. this. They were high-fiving me because they are like, nobody ever listens to us. See? That's all. <laughs> like, well, I did because you told me I was going to die. Yeah. And, 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 and we've had too many. And we've had too many. Uh, right, too many near-death experiences. Uh, yeah. Or too yeah. many jail experiences, too. Oh, please. Near jail experiences. <laughs> near. We never near. really ended up there. But, no. But th- that's what changed me. And it was like, you know what? i got to stop. i got to slow down. And I didn't quit drinking 100%. But I don't drink. Well, I and drink that's the maybe thing. five you times a year now. You can do the moderation right. and whatever. And like I said, if you're that person that can have a glass of wine or a beer <clears throat> and be okay with it, then 
fantastic. And not for anything, I'm a little jealous of you because I cannot do that. I can't either. You know, I can't do that. Even and when I drink the five, it's one and I'm gone. It's, it's it. I'm yeah, gone. <laughs> I'm I can't do that. Drinking. It was like I had to drink until I was blacked out. Yeah. And I don't know. I was blacked out at the time, right. obviously, you know, and then I'd hear I would wake up with bruises on me and cuts on me and like every morning. And I'm like, oh, God, did I fall again? Did I fall again? And my poor mother would be like, um, you f you were falling all over the place last night. Uh, and I wouldn't remember it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Mario would have to come over and be like, um, do you remember last night? And I'm like, no. He's like, well, 911 was here again. And just. Stuff like that, and I'm like, oh my god! And how do I not remember this? I hit a fire hydrant so hard, okay, to the point where I took off the front of my car driving home. Don't remember it at all. I woke up that morning, walked outside. I called the police on myself. <laughs> yup, who does that? <laughs> called the police on myself okay. because I thought somebody came and vandalized my car. So I called the police, the police come to my house and he screams for me, I come outside and I'm like, oh hi, you smell nice, you know, trying to butter up the, the cop. And he goes, clearly Ronald McDonald did not come here and hit your car with a sledgehammer. He goes, you know how you can smell my cologne? He goes, I can smell the booze on your breath still. Oh my God. He's like, so you have one of two options. He goes, I can drive around this neighborhood and find the fire hydrant that you hit and come back here and arrest you for a felony. He goes, or I can walk away right now. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> I was like, I'll see you later. You called the cops on yourself. I called the cops on myself, <laughs> okay. And apparently I went home with no shoes on that night. I went around the corner and there was half of my car right on the fire hydrant right by my house. I had to hit that thing so hard and I don't remember it, okay? Oh my yeah, God. So when you call the cops on yourself, you'd think that'd be a good warning, but right. nope. Kept going. Kept going. Kept going. So, yeah, lesson learned, everybody. Don't call don't call the cops on yourself. Hence the reason why you should write a book. I know. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Honestly. I've got plenty, plenty more where that came from. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It would be good. I'd read it. <laughs> I would, <hope laughs> I would so. definitely read it. I'd be first to read it. I'll give you a book report. We gotta gotta find me an editor, okay? <laughs> <laughs> One of our friends has to be an editor out there. No, but this, uh, Toach, I'm so happy that you came here to talk I to me know, today. I know. I'm so happy you invited me. I was just, I was honored when you asked me. Oh, I'll stop it. I was. I was telling people, like, he asked me to be on the podcast. Well, I want to get it out there. And you, we want to help people, too. The Disruption Network, and we call it the D, and we make fun of it here and whatever. But we want to help. We want to influence. We want to do cool things in the community, which we are doing. By the way, thank you to everybody that's been donating to our instrument drive. We're killing it with our instrument drive. Yeah, I saw that. We'll get into that in a little bit. But you know, we just want to be an influencer and help out and inspire and yeah. educate as well, too. And, and stories like this help that. I love it. And I, I love doing it. I Come back if whenever you want. If one person to. tells you tomorrow that they saw you on this and maybe they're thinking about, you know, getting some help or something mm -hmm. like that, our job was done. Yeah, 100%. And that's exactly what we wanted to do. And again, I will plug Tully Hill because that facility is amazing. It's worth every penny and it, it changed my life. It definitely did. So if anybody is looking for help, please reach out to Tully Hill facility because they are wonderful people. They're saints. Angels. Where are they located? It's in Tully. In Tully, yeah, Syracuse. Close to yeah, yeah, close to Ithaca, actually. So, 
Um, it's gorgeous, beautiful. You can see Song Mountain from there. It's just, it's, it's very healing being mm. up there. Are it you doing really like is. yoga or any of that? Yeah, exercising. You, you're doing you all that. Do, they give you uh, yoga classes. You uh -huh. do yoga classes. You do classes um, with a chef to learn how to cook and everything. And then you've got your personal counseling, meditation classes. Um, they have cardio classes, cardio people that come in and then you can go outside and walk. It's just, it's it's a really good facility. Really good facility. So, cool. some really good food too. Yes, I gained the totally 20 when I was there. You gained 20? <laughs> totally 20, they call it. <laughs> I was like, whoa, what's happening here? Are they like gourmet meals or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, I'm not used to eating three full meals a day like that. I was like, oh, all right. It's not pizza go. and wings. No, no, it's not ramens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, come on, you know I cook. Please. No, I know you yeah. cook, because I, I, I used to steal your food from you. Yeah, all the I know. Time. Yes, yes, you did. I did. I used to steal all your food. <laughs> Well, we had, but Steph, thank you. This has been awesome. 100%. You know, you could come. That door is open anytime. You know, if you feel like you got to get something off your chest, use this platform, please. I will. You know, I will. please use this platform. And That's I what it's here the for. One hundred percent, will be here again. Yeah, I yeah, for sure. Will. You know, and we like to have these conversations often. I've had counselors on. I've had addicts on. I've had so many people on. Yeah. that have dealt with struggles, either helping or you know against the struggle, as well. And I like to have these open conversations yeah. often. It's important to get it out there well, it's very therapeutic for me as well right too, you know it's it's very rare that i can sit here and voice actually what's happened to me aside from aa meeting so it is it's it's therapeutic for me too yep. so it helps me out stephanie tochi you're truly an inspiration i love you my, i love my you too love my pudding you. my little pudding <laughs> love my you little too. pudding <laughs> Before we get out of here, much love to everybody. I got to say this again. Our instrument drive is crushing. People, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you of Central New York. Utica, you're coming through big time. We've got half my storage unit is completely full. I know, I saw I, I did a video yesterday of it. It's it's completely freaking full. And uh, it, keep them coming. Please keep them coming. The drive lasts till September the 5th. And then we're making the presentation to Proctor High School on September 9th. I got a flute for you. You, you got a flute for I me? I do. All right. I do. Bring it in. Drop, well, you could drop off that flute at Big Apple or the Compassion Coalition. Yeah, I'm Coalition. right up there, so I'll drop it off. Drop right it right off, and they'll take it right there whenever they're open in business hours. And uh, and Big Apple's been huge. Not only are they the drop-off center, but they are also the repair center as well. So if oh you man. have something that you think is on the fritz, Big Apple will take a look at it. And if it is fixable, they'll fix it for you. And if it's not, they'll probably just give it back to you and take it. <laughs> You're taking it. <laughs> yeah. I will tell you this. The two things we're not taking, pianos and organs. Nobody wants to move them. So we're not mm. taking any pianos mm -hmm. or organs, but we'll take anything else. We'll also take drumsticks and heads and picks and, you know, stools, unused reeds, uh, music, sheet music, music stands, guitar stands. I will take it all. We'll take anything, not just instruments. So uh, you could drop it off. Teacher, Resource Center, Compassion Coalition, or Big Apple Music. And big ups to my friend over at The Drive, 92.7 FM, The Drive. Genesee Joe has been a huge, huge help with all of this. And uh, I want to thank him personally for all that he's been doing. I just posted up another video, a little quick clip of uh, how we got started with this whole instrument mm -hmm. drive. It's something I've wanted to do for many years, but we finally got it under, you know, working with the right people when we got this thing off the ground. And, and it's crushing. And it's something we're going to be doing every year. I think next year I want to expand out to, like, Rome and the Valley yeah, and should. stuff like that. So 100%. we got to start 
locally first. Start, it, you know, home base first, you know. you got to yeah, crawl yeah. before you walk type of thing. So, you know, doing a good thing for the Utica School District. Even though I skipped all those days at school <laughs> when I went there. I, mean, I don't think I, my junior year, I don't even think I showed up to school. I but don't think <laughs> I did either. <laughs> yeah, but we, I, I don't remember those I mean, days My either. parents weren't there. That's a scary <laughs> thing. <laughs> right. Did they keep a close eye on you when you were there? Um, they really had no choice. They had they no choice. They, you know, no. <laughs> really couldn't when I'm not there. <laughs> right. Oh, man. <laughs> but, yes, September 9th will be at Proctor in the auditorium. And uh, big ups to EJA moving, too, because EJA is going to transport all the instruments for us, so I don't have to stick it all in my Jetta. Well, it's not going to fit in the Jetta. No. I, mean, I have to do about 55 trips in my Jetta if I had to do it that way. But EJA is going to pick it all up and uh, drop it all off for us at Proctor on September the 9th. Also, much love to EJA moving services. When you're ready to move and relocate, hit up Eddie and his boys. Have them break their back instead of you breaking your back. And it's going to save you on pizza and wings. Too, you know how you, you move and you got to give your friends pizza and wings and beer. Yeah, nah. Most of your friends don't even show up. No. The rest of them just show up just to eat the pizza and wings. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. So you're better off hiring a reputable moving service. Yeah. Pay the couple bucks and let Eddie move you. And it's cool too because he packs up all your stuff for you. All you oh, do is so that's so nice. It's so easy. He packs up everything. You point it. You like, hey, set that there. Put that there. He'll even take out your dishes and put them in the cupboard yes, for please. you. Yes, please. I wish I knew that. It's super cool. Yeah. You know, if you're you want to move out of state, he'll move you out of state. If you want to move the Japan. Japan. Eddie will move you to Japan. He's that good. He's a logistics guy. Well, let me take Eddie's number to Braymore and Flanagan with me. A lot of people moving there. A lot of people move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> moving out of there and yes. going in. Well, his number is 315-335-0516. So All hit right. him up and when you're looking to move and relocate. Or hit him up, ejamoving.com. Also, much love to my boys out in Nye Volkswagen in Rome. Sacco is a true gentleman. And you can just go in there and tell him what you want, and he's going to tell you if your credit history is good or if it sucks. I mean, he's straight up. He's honest. And knowing me and listening to me on a daily basis is going to give you $250 off the vehicle purchase. How about that? Check out their inventory, nivwrome.com. We're going to be doing some things with NIVW real, real soon, so check your local listings for that. You can listen to this podcast and previous podcasts of EC Radio and all the content we have here on the D at disruptionnetwork.net. Follow, like, subscribe, tweet, retweet, heart, like, send me an emoji. I don't care. You know all that social media lingo? You guys know how to do it, so you can find us just by clicking Disruption Network, not not. Search us. Google me, baby. Google <laughs> me. That's that's my line. Yes. That's that's yes. my line. So, Toach, one of these days we got to get together and collaborate on that book. I think we do. I think we should. Yes. Mm, we should. Absolutely. Maybe we should have an old school Monopoly night like oh we used my to. God. <laughs> Maybe one of these days, because yeah. we're not playing drinking Jenga anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> no more of that. No more of that. Yes. Tochi, I love you so much. You, you are truly an inspiration. Keep Thank up you, all darling. the good work. Proud of you. Thank and you. And keep shining, sister. We will. You're doing really good, so keep it up. Send love to the family. And uh, I actually, I got to tell everybody, I'm not going to be around for a while. I am off to the New York State Fair. We will be doing some Ooh. backstage reports from uh, Chevy Corps. I'll be backstage and doing the work, and who knows who I'm going to talk to. You never know. I've had Brett Michaels on the show before, and we've had a bunch of people on. So that's going to happen all next week. Uh, for the next two weeks, I'll be stuck out at the fair with my pirate crew, so make sure you chime in for that. If you want to follow along on all the antics that are going along with the State Fair and the pirate crew, you can hop on the Instagram. Instagram, and it's at Pirate Crew Cuse, C-U-S-E. And uh, all the antics will be going on o over there. <laughs> we have a good time when, when we do the New York State Fair. We have – I have the best job at the fair. I'm, I'm all over the fair. I have the best job at the fair, hands well, down. There's nobody there. has a better job than me at the yeah. fair. I, I love it. 
<laughs> I like the candy store. So. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I like, and they only do it twice a year. Okay, mm. Charlie's. And he sets up for the Taste of Syracuse, and he sets up for the New York State Fair. And he only does this twice a year. He does the surf and turf sandwich, where it's shaved yes, steak. Please. It's like this tunnel, right? Shaved steak, and he just oh, throws just all this lobster right over the top of it. Come on. And then he just pours <laughs> melted butter over the top. Oh, it's so good. Yes, please. It's so good. So I'll hit that, yeah. and then the candy and store. And then the candy store. <laughs> right now, I'm weighing about 185. Yeah, I know yeah. when I come back from the fair, it's going to be about I'm 285. I'm okay right now, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love the fair. If you're out to the fair, and there's a lot of great shows at the fair this year. If you're out to the fair, stop by, say hello. Uh, I should be in and out, so you never know what, what happens with me at the fair. But uh, thank you so much. Toach, keep up the good work. Love you. We'll see you next. Uh, we'll see you in a few weeks. Or we'll see you at the fair later. You know yeah. what the hell you're listening to? It's EC Radio. <laughs> Thank you for calling the EC Radio Attitude Adjustment Line. Press 1 if you need a good slap in the mouth. Press 2 if you need a stern verbal lashing. Press 3 if you need a timeout. Press 4 to respond to the voices in your head. Press 5 if you need to talk to your mom. And if this is an actual emergency, please hang up and call someone who gives a shit. EC Radio. Only on the D. So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving, relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Hey, Disruption Network. This is Mike Sacco, the general manager at Nye Volkswagen of Rome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new, pre-owned, or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my 9VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Taberg Road in Rome, or visit us online at 9VWofRome.com. Want to know what's going on at the D? Hit up DisruptionNetwork.net and check out our events calendar, brought to you by the Events Co. Find out about upcoming guests, special events, concerts, show schedules, community activities, and more. Get connected at DisruptionNetwork.net.